my goodness. Yes, it's another day. I know I can't believe that either. <laughs> but uh, life goes on. Hey, how you doing this morning? Pull up a chair. Have a seat here at the kitchen table. We get together every morning, same time, 8 a.m. Central. Get together every morning, spend an hour talking about things going on in the world, the things going on in transportation, freight brokering, things that have nothing to do with anything but might be interesting. <laughs> My name is Michael. I'm your host. I am also the lead consultant for Tautoa. Tautoa has been around for over two decades, training and consulting transportation professionals. If you're thinking about uh, entering the wonderful world of freight brokering, be it as a broker, an agent, maybe even dispatcher, we're going to be talking more about that today, too. Check them out, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Matter of fact, feel free to call me. Feel free to call me and speak to me direct. My direct number is 479-668-0838. That's correct, right? I never call myself. Let me double check that. I'm, I know it's right. Yeah, 668-0838. All right, Tuesday morning. Hey, first day of December, we are in the holiday month. We got rid of one holiday last week. Here we are. It's going to be Christmas before we know it. And uh, winter has set in here in Fort Smith, Arkansas. 25 degrees this morning. Can you believe that? It was cold, man. I mean, just uh, seemed like a week ago we were in the 70s. Week and a half, two weeks ago, 80 almost. Well, welcome to Arkansas. If you don't like the weather, hang around a minute or two. The days are warming up. The nights get cold. But anyway. All right. What's going on in the world today? Not for sure, really. I know I'm having a hard time getting the motor going. After that extended holiday, and it's going to be worse for Christmas because, uh, what, Christmas is on a Friday this year? Is that right? I believe I'm right. Yeah, it's Friday. So we'll be, uh, that's going to be a long extended break. That usually is that uh, week there of Christmas. Uh, as far as Taltoy goes, I know uh, they're going to shut down 24th and won't uh, reopen until the 4th. That's a long time. I mean, that's a long... Just because the uh, holidays fall on Fridays. And so that extends it. But anyway, you get the idea. Now, if you're a broker, and this is the first time you've been brokering around a holiday, you're going to find that the Christmas holiday is going to be kind of wacky. And the reason it's wacky is because pretty much every trucking company out there will bring their truck in if that driver wants to come in, and more times than not, they want to come in. Not everybody, but most of them. I got hung out one Christmas, but that was by choice. Well, sort of by choice. I was up in the Northwest and couldn't get out via my normal, like, like I would have gone because of landslides and things like that, so I had to go south, take the long route. Thankfully, there was enough money in that load to make it worth my while, where I could do that. But uh, when it pertains to a broker, okay, first of all, you have to understand that week going into Christmas. Let's see, Christmas is going to be on a Friday. So, yeah... This could be starting as soon as the 17th or 18th, but expect it around the 21st, 22nd, the latest. Every trucking company out there is going to be trying to get a load to get their trucks home. Destination, destination is going to be more important than rate because they 
want to afford their drivers the opportunity to be home for Christmas. Now, this is about the one holiday, but the only time of the year that all the trucks get home. And most of them, a lot of them, will not leave out till after the 1st, which means the 4th is going to be a crazy day. The 4th of January, 2021, is going to be crazy. What happens is that they're, you know, uh, these trucking companies, they have their own customers, but generally their customers will not have enough loads to accommodate all of their trucks. So these trucking companies are going to be seeking broker assistance to help get their trucks back out on the road. It usually takes about a week to 10 days after the trucks get back out after that holiday break, for everything to uh, start getting back to the normal chaos that we're all used to in the transportation industry. They call it getting getting the trucks back out in the system. you got to get them scattered. Once the trucks get rescattered across the country then things will start getting back to normal. Now, this is just a heads up for some of you new brokers. After the first of the year, okay, after you get through that chaotic period there, trying to get the trucks back out in the system, what are you going to be prospecting? Now, you should have your own customers. They're going to have loads, but uh, you should really be focused on uh, lawn and garden Matter of fact, we talked about this the other day a little bit. Uh, Lawn and Garden, yeah, it wouldn't hurt to be making some sales calls to uh, those folks now. Things are going to start winding down. Freight just gets weird this time of year. You know, everybody's looking forward to the holiday. Fiscal years are coming to an end. People are closing out inventory, getting ready for new stock. You know, just everything winding down. And then we add on top of that the coronavirus, and that just makes everything just so much more fun and I've been sarcastic <laughs> but anyway you get the idea so pre just you know get on the saddle hold on we'll get through it hey we got some neat FBTB stuff you're looking for Christmas presents for that special person we've, we've got it for you coffee mugs t-shirts tank tops hoodies phone cases you name it not only Freight Broker TV stuff, but uh, FBTV radio stuff as well. Check it out. Go to FreightBrokerTV.com at the top of the page, right next to where it says FBTV Insider. It will say FBTV Store. And click on that. Now, if you're an insider, just uh, click on the store there uh, in your menu. But uh, all kinds of stuff. And... I'm assuming shipping won't be a problem. Usually it's always taking a couple of weeks, if that. But uh, I'm sure they'll tell you. Check it out. Check it out. All right. Well, it went out yesterday in an email. A special email from Oida. Don't get them often, but boy, when we do... They make it. They make an issue, a deal out of it. Well, how they how they phrase that? Hold on, let me look. Well, oh, breaking news! Breaking news! Big O email for breaking news from Oida. Todd Spencer. Todd Spencer is the uh, what president? Of OIDA, Owner Operator Independent Driver Association. You've heard me talk about OIDA in the past. And we will probably be continuing to talk about them in the future. I get it, they're a good organization. Sometimes some of the stuff they do I, I don't agree with. But I get why they do it. 
if you want an example, uh, let's, uh, well, let's go back a few years uh, when the property broker surety bond was only $10,000. Well, OIDA was one of the uh, organizations that got behind increasing that bond. They wanted, I believe it started out, they wanted 150000 TIA got on board, decided 100000 and uh, when it was all said and done, they got 75000 increase on the property broker surety bond. OIDA has a, a bad habit of blaming all their members' problems on brokers. And I, and I don't go along with that. I'm not saying every broker out there is, you know, God's gift to the trucking industry. Far be it. But uh, whenever they seem to have, want to have a membership drive, they will always seem to pull up something about brokers. And the latest is the broker transparency. You know, they got on that bandwagon quick back uh, when those trucks were uh, striking because of low rates. And I read a story uh, earlier uh, before we went on the air. Nothing to really talk about, but uh, Uber app <laughs> seemed to be a lot of a lot of the reason. Uh, Apparently their their app <laughs> was really spitting out some low rates, and I think that's a lot of where the uh, well, I, I heard some of the drivers talking about eighty cent per mile rates, and apparently, uh, well, one of them could have been from that Uber app because in the article I was talking about eighty cent a mile rates. That's just ridiculous. Uber has no business being in tra uh, transportation, commercial transportation. Hey, get out there and play taxi cab. But uh, leave the uh, big trucks alone. But anyway, Todd Spencer, let's get back to that. Todd Spencer, he's been around for a long time. He's been president uh, for a couple of years now, back in... Uh, 2018. Anyway, he is lobbying Biden to be uh, that of the FMCSA, Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. Not to say Todd's a bad guy, but being associated with OIDA, that just kind of scares me, to be honest with you. And the reason it scares me is because he's so anti-broker. All right, we're going to take a two-minute break. When we come back, we'll continue talking about Todd and Oida and all that fun stuff. This is The Kitchen Table. I'm Mike, your host, and you are tuned in to FBTV Radio. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Hearing different music. Hey, you know, I love our theme song, but it's got its place at the beginning and at the end. Hey, good morning. My name is Michael. I'm your host. This is The Kitchen Table every morning, 8 a.m., right here on FBTV Radio. You can tune in, and it will be replayed throughout the day. And you can also hear it via your favorite podcast app, uh, FBTV or Freight Broker TV is what you're looking for on your podcast app. You'll find it because uh, we take it and it's posted daily within a couple hours after we complete the broadcast on FBTV Radio. If you want to contact us, you can. FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. Go to our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. You can even call us and uh, leave a message at our studio line, 479-668-0213. We'd like to hear from you. like to hear from you. Uh, if you got a question, comment, message, whatever, 
keep in mind if you are connecting, if you're leaving a message, you may hear yourself on the uh, one of the broadcasts. Before the break, we were talking about Todd Spencer. He's setting his sights on leading the FMCSA. He sent a letter expressing his interest in that position and concerns about the current state of the trucking industry. He sent that to Biden's U.S. Department of Transportation transition team last week. Todd started his career back in, uh, as a driver in 1974, then began working at OIA in 81. Seven years on the road, I guess. He became OIDA's executive vice president in 92 and elected the association's president in 18. During that time, Spencer helped build OIDA into a trucking trade association that uh, represents more than 150,000 small business truck drivers across the nation. And that's what, uh, that's what's kind of leads to the concern about him being head of the FMCSA. But, well, I think you're going to be, I think what's going to happen, I don't, well, you never know about what's going to happen, especially when it comes to politics. But I'm sure the ATA, I'm, I'm sure TIA, I'm sure a lot of money people are going to protest this. Because that's the last thing they want. That's the last thing they need is somebody that has an agenda that's going to be OIDA-leaning all the time, which probably is going to happen. It'd be hard for it not to. Coming in to head the FMCSA. You know, you can already see how all those rulings are going to go. But we'll keep you up, uh, we'll keep up with this because it's going to be interesting. Uh, honestly, I really don't think uh, it's going to happen. But, uh, you know, you never you never know. Hey, if you're a driver, maybe a dispatcher, or even a broker, you'll you want to make note of these dates. Coming up next year, May 4th through May 6th, it's the check, CBSA, they call it International Road Check. If you're a driver, you know exactly what it is, CBSA, CVSA, three-day road check. That's uh, when I chose to go home. <laughs> I mean, that's the fact. Forget it. Had no desire whatsoever to be on the road during that three-day check. Fourth, fifth, sixth, yeah, it's three days. Looks like, I don't know, it's three days. Let's see, July, that, okay, the, the uh, CVSA road check, May 4th through 6th. Then just a couple of months later, July 11th through 17th, Operation Safe Driver Week. Now, during this week, law enforcement agencies across North America engage in heightened traffic safety enforcement and education. Yeah, yeah, $200 ticket, that's pretty good education. <laughs> Deck combating unsafe driving behaviors by commercial vehicles and passenger vehicles. So, this is all-inclusive. They're being so transparent. That's the that's my new word, transparent. Seems like anything comes out of every anywhere, they're being transparent. Something about Biden hurting his ankle the other day, walking his dog. You know, and 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 uh, who was it? Well, CNN obviously came out bragging about how transparent he was, how transparent he is about his broken ankle or hurt ankle or whatever. That's so transparent. He could have said anything, but he said he he was transparent about. Give me a break. Anyway, <laughs> break safety week scheduled for uh, August twenty second through twenty eighth, and we all know about that. They're going to be conducting level four inspections on brake systems. Now, also. 
An unannounced one-day break safety enforcement initiative could happen at any time during 2021. Okay, that's always good to know. We just don't know when. During this one-day effort, CMV inspectors will conduct brake system inspections. Again, level four. On big trucks and buses throughout North America. This to identify out-of-adjustment brakes and brake system violations. Now, don't fret. We're, we'll repeat this again over the... Uh, Upcoming weeks and months ahead, and don't and I'm sure around Thanksgiving next year, because they just had one that two weeks, click it or ticket, but they'll do that again too. That that's uh, something that goes on throughout the year. I know that brake check, and I'm sure it's still the same, maybe not, but out in California, when I was driving, you had to be a certified brake adjuster. <laughs> One trucking company I worked for, they actually gave out certified brake adjuster cards to their drivers, so if they so they could adjust their brakes. Because out in California, if you weren't a certified brake adjuster and you were adjusting your own brakes, you could uh, get a ticket. Go figure. All right, having a birthday today. Well, happy birthday to you. I want to remind you, if you are, you or someone you know is having a birthday, you want us to uh, say happy birthday to them, hey, we're happy to do it. Just let us know. Send us an email. FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. Tell us your name, who the birthday boy or girl might be, and please include their birth date. And uh, we'll include them in our birthday wishes. Who's having a birthday today? Well, not, well, they, they were born on this day anyway. 1761, Madame Marie Tussaud. Is that right, Tussaud? Yeah, Marie Tussaud. The, the Wax Museum lady. She was born on this day back in 1761. Robert Welch. Born on this day back in 1899. That name's not familiar to you. Maybe the John Birch Society is. He he founded that. David Doyle. Name sounds familiar, but you can't quite put your finger on it. He was Bosley. Bosley. Bosley on Charlie's Angels. He's born this day back in uh, 1929. Woody Allen, 1935. Lee Trevino. I used to love to watch him golf. He had a personality. You know, he was fun to watch. You never knew what he was going to do. He was born this day back in uh, 1939. Won the U.S. Open back in 68 and 71. He's 81 today. Happy birthday, Lee. Richard Pryor. He was born in this state back in 1940. Comedian, obviously. Little Ricky from I Love Lucy. Little Ricky. <laughs> He's 70 today, born in this state back in 1950. Charlene Tilton, Lucy Ewing from the TV show Dallas, who shot JR, all that fun stuff. Hard to believe that little Charlene Tilton is 62 today. Born in this day back in 1958. Sarah Silverman. Jimmy Kendall's squeeze there for a while. Comedian. I like her, but then I don't. You know? I just can't quite put my finger on it. Anyway, she's born this day back in 1970. She's 50 today. She's probably not feeling happy. Yesterday was a bad day. Yesterday was a bad day for Sarah. I'm sure the last day of being in the 40s. I've seen people do weird stuff, you know, on those, you know, 30, turning 40, turning 50 and stuff. I've seen people do it. You probably have to. But I'm sure yesterday was a bad day. It's hard to tell. She could have got it out yesterday. Today could be even a worse day. Comedians, well, you never know. Anyway, that's neither here nor there, right? 
All right, coming up, we're going to be talking about what's going on in history. We're going to be talking about the Rand McNally ELD fiasco. FMCSA broker comments on the new petition from the TIA. Going to be talking about that. Here at the kitchen table, we'll be back in two minutes. Oh, I know. I had to take the trash out this morning. It was cold. Talking about how cold it is here in Arkansas, Fort Smith today. 25 this morning. 25 before the sun came up. Taking the trash out, I mean, holy smoke, you walk out there and it's just cold. I had to go uh, do some things to my boat the other day because I knew it was going to be getting below 20s or below freezing. Don't want anything to happen to that boat. <laughs> hey, if you've not checked out the FBTV Insider, why not? Man, we got a lot of things on the FBTV Insider that uh, might interest you. First of all, this should interest you, the FBTV Insider. You can register for free and have access to all of our public content right there in one nice place. Our audio, our videos, our podcast, our radio shows, everything right there. Now, if you want to take it up a step and have access to all of the insider content, $2.99 a month. Can't go wrong. If you want to pay for it by the year and save some money, yeah, you can do that. $24.95 a year. Check us out. <coughs> FBTV Insider, FBTVinsider.com. You can go to our website at FreightBrokerTV.com. Up at the top, you'll see it, FBTV Insider. Check it out. All right, big thing going on since last week has been the ELDs, Rand McNally. They really got that fouled up. And the more I look into this, and the more, well, I look into it, the more press I read, the more stories I see, the more talk I hear on the Internet. I don't care what they say. It's starting to sound like they were hacked. Not only they know, but they sure does sound like it. Even on their website... The Rand McNally website, at least it was up uh, right before the broadcast here. Pardon our disruption. We will be back soon for immediate assistance. Click on the link below to chat with support. Yesterday, didn't we check it yesterday and their site wasn't even up? Maybe, maybe that was, no, it had to be yesterday. Maybe not, I don't know. Anyway, yesterday, Rand McNally announced the end to a disruption for certain portions of its computer network. The disruption began last week and lasted through yesterday morning, impacting the uh, functionality of its ELD, mileage and routing technologies. The company did not say what caused its network to go down. They're being real hush-hush about this. Now, they told CDL Life that, uh, no, we weren't hacked. No, it's no ransomware. No, 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 no. But uh, they sure are being hush-hush. Anyway, however, in a statement issued Monday, the company said, it has no indication that customer data was affected by the outage. Okay. Well, if you're doing a system upgrade like they've been talking about, system upgrade, why would you even refer to customer data? Because you're doing an upgrade. It has nothing to do with being hacked. See, they keep on going to this. They keep on going back to this customer data stuff and denying that they were hacked and this and that. And it just makes no sense at all. And I think it's going to come out, they, you know, eventually it's going to come out that, yes, they, they were hacked. Hmm. The, uh, says here that Rand McNally restored ELD functionality to its Driver Connect platform after the outage that started last week before Thanksgiving. <coughs> the, uh, network downtime came approximately a month after Rand McNally announced that, uh, Telio, boy, I know I pronounced that wrong. Tele, I don't tell, tello, I don't know. Capital had acquired the 164-year-old company, and uh, maybe I should learn how to pronounce that name. T e l e o, Telio, Tello, Telio, Tele, I don't know. Let's see. The outage also impacted cloud-based versions of the company's mileage and routing software used by carriers, shippers, and 3PLs. The ELD functionality of Driver Connect was restored 
yesterday, the backend web portal that Fleech used for reports and other administrative features had not yet returned as of Monday afternoon. It may be up now. By the time you hear this, it may be up, but uh, Rand McNally said that uh, even though it wasn't up late yesterday afternoon, if it's not on, uh, if it's not up, it will be soon. Along with its other web-based applications, Rand McNally emphasized the navigation functionality of its GPS services or devices were never impacted by the outage, nor were its other consumer electronics. Kendra Ensor, Vice President of Marketing for Rand McNally, said we have taken significant steps forward toward restoration and continue to investigate for more insight into the incident and how to prevent future disruption. See, you're getting... You're getting so much crosstalk. You know, they're, they're saying, no, we weren't hacked. No, nothing like that occurred. No, but then they turn around and say, no, nobody's data was breached. Yeah, we're, we're checking to see how we can prevent future disruption. But yet, you weren't hacked. You were doing a system upgrade. It just makes no sense. You see what I'm talking about? Makes no sense whatsoever. But like I say, in the long run, I'm sure it's going to come out. This uh, showed up yesterday. Air travel rises due to post-pen or air travel rises uh, despite U.S. warning. Air travel. I'm reading a headline, and and we're not, what what I'm using here. The the <laughs> they're notorious for. Headlines, really not. Here's the headline. Air travel rises to post-pandemic high. Oh, okay. If you read it right, maybe despite U.S. warning, people are flying again. And the government don't want them to. U.S. air travelers rose to the most in more than eight months as flyers brushed aside the advice of public health officials to avoid trips around the Thanksgiving holiday. Let's see, passengers at domestic airport checkpoints totaled 1,176,091 November 29th. That's uh, people coming home. But anyway, that that was uh, people are getting tired of this stuff, and yet they're trying to force it down our throat again. I'm not denying there is, there, you know, obviously there is a coronavirus, COVID-19, Obviously, people have been getting sick. Obviously, people have died from it. Although, I think those numbers are inflated. Here in Arkansas, tongue-in-cheek, I haven't really done the math, but every day the headline talks about how many more cases each day it's building and if you go back and start adding all this up come on now I'm going to get to the see if they got it up here today I don't see they don't have it up yet but they will <laughs> checking out the uh, ah here we are Rec- record high hospitalization count hospitalization count continues 32 new deaths reported yesterday how about uh, how many people? I've added to it. Well, there. Okay, okay, there we go. Nine hundred and sixty-six new cases yesterday. Now they got one hundred and forty-six new probable cases. 32 deaths yesterday, 744, or we're down 744 active cases. Hospitalization, we're up 33, which is a record high in Arkansas. Recoveries, 138,696. Recoveries are up 1,824. Okay, I'm sure they got a method of how they figure this stuff out. But anyway, getting to my point, 
too late for that now. <laughs> Getting to my point. Uh, every day it's a big headline. This many new cases in Arkansas. This many. You know, I was kidding around somebody, and we ought to do the math. You know, there's probably more people that have been confirmed of having COVID-19 than there are people that actually live in Arkansas. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tongue-in-cheek, of course. I'm, I, I know the numbers are probably... Uh, I'm sure they got somebody somewhere checking the numbers, making sure they don't make that mistake. You know, like more people voted in a county that actually lived there than actually lived there. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Yeah, my doctor... Got a phone call from my doctor the other day. I haven't returned it yet. Time for my annual. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You know. Uh, I'm not buying into all the COVID-19 thing. I don't think we. I think. That's the problem. Nobody knows. I, I feel. I, I believe. That. Uh, well, I've seen a lot of numbers to where the mortality rate from this is lower than an average flu season. So why are we making a big deal out of it? And have you noticed nobody dies from heart attacks, cancer anymore? You know, I, I think... I would not be surprised if somewhere somebody had a car accident that got brought into the emergency room and they probably died from the result of the uh, injuries. But then uh, somehow ended up on their death certificate, COVID-19. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Kind of. Again, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. I, I just... Don't buy into all those theories, but this is weird. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. This is weird. Well, today's uh, December 1st, 24 days till magic. <laughs> it's also Eat a Red Apple Day. Now, here's something you may not have ever thought about, known. I didn't, and not that I'll remember it, but... Eh. Since it's Eat a Red Apple Day, did you know that red apples usually have five bumps, they call them lobes, on the base of the apple? Now, I know about the bumps. I know about the lobes. The star you see when you cut an apple in half is due to the fruit's five seed cavities. Each cavity has the potential for two seeds, Thus, 10 seeds per apple are the norm. See, you learned something. You learned something here at the kitchen table. <laughs> All right, coming back, we're going to take a break when we come back here in a minute. Going to be talking about this uh, petition to repeal, rescind the broker transparency regulations. This being done by the TIA. Got some weird news to talk about other things. This is The Kitchen Table. I'm your host, Michael. We're on FBTV Radio. Every morning, 8 a.m., we get together for about an hour, talk about useless information. Something might be, <laughs> sometimes it might be interesting. But anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in two minutes. Yes, we are. Hey, welcome back. This is The Kitchen Table. My name is Michael. I'm your host. We were just talking about... Uh, this is the Christmas special movie TV show time of year. And uh, well, Hallmark, they, uh, I think they started their Christmas movies back in July, nonstop. But uh, I read somewhere Hallmark movies, uh, this may be made up. I haven't really found any information about it anywhere else, but it makes sense. Because the uh, production, they're, they're still doing these movies and what they're doing with these Hallmark Christmas movies so they didn't have to stop production was uh, when the actors went to kiss 
an on-screen kiss, they put a piece of plexiglass between them and shot him from an angle where you can see the ple plexiglass, you know? So, I don't know if that's true or not, but I read that somewhere. Interesting as it may be. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of shows going on. Matter of fact, if you listen to FBTV Radio on a regular basis every night, 9 p.m. Central Time, it's the FBTV O-Time Radio Hour. Hey, you get hours worth of a couple of shows every night, 9, 8, 9 p.m. Uh, Central Time now. Uh, radio shows from the past, you know, before uh, we had TV. Jack Benny, who Orson Welles, uh, Abbott Costello, uh, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Lone Ranger, all those, all those. Yeah, every uh, every night, Monday through Sunday, every night of the week, 9 p.m. Central Time, it's the O-Time Radio Hour. Now we've got some uh, Christmas shows we're going to be throwing in here before too long as well. And just for Christmas, we may go ahead, well, let's not get into that. Let's just say right now, every night, 9 p.m. Central Time, it's the O-Time Radio Hour here on FBTV Radio. Okay, it is December 1st. Twenty twenty, one more month and it'll be twenty twenty one. And I know everybody's looking to twenty twenty one, trying to get past twenty twenty. I know that, but we all do understand that uh, the problems that are here December thirty first, twenty twenty are going to be around January first, twenty twenty one. Right? <clears throat> I don't know. So I, hopefully next year's better. You know. I, uh, the, the, the restaurant's closing. I mean, we're not going to have any restaurants. I, I was watching a video the other day. A lot of chains are starting to go out of business. I mean, when we get on the other side of this, that's going to open up, uh, you know, a window for a lot of entrepreneurs to be able to go out here and start chains and things like that. But uh, the, the mom and pops, the small businesses that rely on locals to keep them in business. Holy cow, man. I mean, really. What is the government doing to help those people? Not a lot. At least from what I can tell. They keep on putting rules and regs. I was watching, I got into watching back in the spring. Oh, what's his name? Robert Irvine. He was going back and revisiting some of the uh, restaurants from Restaurant Impossible. That's the show, isn't it? Anyway, he was going back to some of the restaurants they had done recently to help them adjust for the new world, the coronavirus world. And it was really interesting to go back and watch. But, I'm, you know, I remember, I, I remember just when well, it was almost yesterday, watching TV and seeing videos of people walking around in masks over in China. And I think, man, that is pretty sad. But they knew what they were doing. But I remember thinking, that would never happen here. Never. And here we are. I mean, you got TV shows now where they're wearing masks on the TV show, except for mom. I will give mom credit. They have pretty much ignored this, and I thank you so much for that. Bull, on the other hand, Bull, on the other hand, they made a fiasco of the first episode. Now, their second episode wasn't too bad. But get rid of the mask. You know, they're, 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 you know they, these people that do TV, Hollywood needs to understand... We watch TV for entertainment, for escape. You know, we don't need real life. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm the weird one. I've been told that before, and that's okay. <laughs> but anyway, today in history, today is uh, December first. Back in 1913, the first drive-in gasoline station opens in Pittsburgh. 
107 years ago today, and look how far we've come. My daddy had a uh, gasoline station. Not 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 the easy mark kind, the real kind. You know, like you saw in uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> he had, uh, you know, where he went out, you know, the, guy, the attendant would lift, they'd put, start your gas, lift the hood, check your oil, water, battery back then. All kinds of stuff, you know. It was a service station. That, uh, I don't even think, I'm sure there's some out there somewhere. But I don't know where. I, I know there there used to be when I was driving a truck. Oh, what was that town? I, was, I think it was in New Mexico. It wasn't Santa Rosa, but I can't remember it. But their truck stop. Their truck stop was right before he went into Albuquerque, wasn't it? What's up? What's that? Oh man, I'm blank. You know what I'm talking about. There's a truck stop right there before you drop off the hill into Albuquerque. Oh well, it'll come to me later. But uh, when I was driving, I remember they used to have people that would come out and, you know, like old service station. They'd fuel your truck up and do, you know, all the service work to them. You had to pay for it. I never used it, but it was cool. You know, you had to pay extra for the fuel on the, those islands. But anyway. 1929, bingo. B-I-N-G-O is invented by Edwin S. Lowe. I just assume bingo's been around for hundreds of years. It's not even 100 years old yet. Neither is Rudolph. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer made his first appearance in a Montgomery Ward advertising brochure. How about that? Montgomery Ward is responsible for Rudolph? I never knew that. I knew Coca-Cola was responsible for Santa. But never knew that... Uh, the big MW had Rudolph. 1959, the first color photograph of Earth was taken from outer space. Doug Flutie, remember him? Played for Boston College. Had the uh, you've seen it probably a hundred thousand times. His uh, Hail Mary. Anyway, he won the Heisman Trophy back in 1984. <laughs> I don't know why this. I, I saw this and this cracked me up in 1989. A remote-controlled Boeing 720 jetliner is deliberately crashed in California's Mojave Desert to test an anti-flame fuel additive that uh, didn't work. What, the, the, what caught my attention, they, they had to crash. I mean, they, you know, they, they got a Boeing 720 jet airliner and deliberately crashed it to see if this anti-fuel additive would work. Couldn't they have just put some of this anti-fuel additive in a 55-gallon barrel and throw a match on it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I, there's things here I don't know, but, you know, common sense sometimes. Okay, some of you may remember this. In New York, on this day back in 1992, Amy Fisher is sentenced to 5 to 15 years in prison for shooting and seriously wounding Mary Jo Buttafuoco. Uh, the Buttafuoco name. Buttafuoco and Fisher. Boy, that was a popular name back in uh, the 90s. Tom Brokaw, back in 2004, signed off for the last time from NBC, NBC Nightly News. Brian Wilson, Williams came on after him. Brian's not there anymore. He did something. Oh, he was making up news, wasn't he? Ah, well. There is no fake news. <laughs> hey, this is FBTV. My name is Mike. we got a couple of minutes to go here. Got to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about the uh, broker transparency petition. Don't go anywhere. Hey, you're at the kitchen table. Glad you're here. We get together every Monday through Friday morning, 8 a.m. here on FBTV Radio. Spend an hour talking about a little bit of everything and actually nothing, but uh, we do hit on some topics sometime that are pretty important, at least to, for transportation. 
such as this, FMCSA is accepting comments on brokers' request to remove transparency regulations. We talked about this yesterday. TIA has petitioned the FMCSA to rescind a regulation from 1980 requiring transparency in broker transactions. This is uh, this kind of thing I'm talking about. We were talking about Todd Spencer when we first started in becoming the head of FMCSA. How far do you think this petition would get if he was the head of the FMCSA? Probably not too far. Now, not a big fan of the TIA. They do have their good points, but uh, more times than not, they're pro-big broker houses. Whereas, you know, it's just like the ATA. The ATA is pro-big trucking companies. OIDA, pro-small trucking companies. I get it. But uh, TIA, they are, uh, well, there are a lot of the re uh, reason there's a $75,000 property broker surety bond, be it that's a good thing, bad thing, whatever, but they're part of the reason, the, them and OIDA. Uh, OIDA and TIA, they teamed up for that back years ago when the, they were trying to get the increase on the bond. The only time TIA, TIA and OIDA ever agreed with each other. But here's part of my problem with TIA. Now, if you've been watching this, TIA, uh, they are also asking that the FMCSA publish guidance explaining the legal duties of a dispatch service. In other words, they're going after you, dispatch services. And I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand why. Because a, a dispatch service, I would say more times than not, are getting the loads for their client carriers from the load boards. Hence, they're getting those loads from brokers. This is something we'll look into more tomorrow. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more information on that. All right, very good. Hey, it's about that time. we got to get out of here. Uh, yeah, we got clients. If you are an insider, be expecting an FBTV Insider Live broadcast later today. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. here on FBTV Radio, sitting right here at the kitchen table. Go have a good Tuesday, unless, of course, you've made other plans. See you later.